Hey guys, so today it's officially episode number 11 and it's our first motherhood productivity session live for you to listen to today. I am so excited that you guys have popped in your earbuds and you want to jam with me and the sweetest stay-at-home mama, Ashley. If you're looking for some information on what in the world you're supposed to do with your kids all day long, how you're supposed to fit in any kind of house cleanup to make sure that your house doesn't look like a bomb went off at the end of the day, how you're supposed to fit in time for yourself, how everyone is supposed to be happy, and if you want to hear me get real on why a bedtime and nighttime routine is so important, not only for yourself, but also for your marriage, stick around because you're not going to want to miss this. Welcome to Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe. This is a special episode of a motherhood productivity session where I dive deep one-on-one with a mama that feels just like you and just like me. She's trying to be everything to everyone all the time. If you're ready to figure out how you can take your day from overwhelm, treading water, and barely keeping your nose above water, being exhausted and ready to give up by the time you get to your bed at the end of the day with zero time to even think about how to fix it for the next day, into a deep sense of purpose with confidence and running an orderly home with ample time to take care of yourself, listen up. This is where we get it done. I know you're not going to want to miss the nitty gritty between me and this mama. So what do you say? Let's dive in to a motherhood productivity session. Right now, I am kind of in a in a weird transition. So we just moved to Kansas City in September. So we're finally like in a position where we're going to be able to start actually getting into a real routine and not have it thrown off like every three weeks. Um, and I've been working at home for my company back in Arizona. I've been working, um, part-time like 10 hours a week. Um, but I'm going to stop that at the end of the month. So, um, I have two more weeks left (laughs) and then I will be done. Um, and so, once that time is freed up, then I really feel like I can kind of get a grip on things. Cause right now I've, um, kind of felt like, and, and we have a pretty solid bedtime routine for the kids and my kids go to bed really easy, which is really helpful. Um, but I feel like I just haven't had enough hours in the day to get anything done. So sometimes the day ends and I'm like, what did I, what did I even do today? Other than feed you, and I'm not even totally confident I did that. (laughs) I'm not sure what we ate today, but so, you know, so I just kind of feel like, and then I look around and I'm like, the house is a mess and the laundry still needs to be done. And I don't even know what I like to do anymore. And the kids need play dates. And so I, I want to be able to have a better, schedule and system so that way it doesn't look like a bomb went through the house every single day because that makes me super super crazy I just don't function well when I feel like our home is chaos you know like I did the whole Marie Kondo thing and we just took 13 bags to Goodwill 
which was awesome. But I was just telling my husband right now that we just did all that. We did literally just got rid of 13 bags of like junk and this place still is a disaster. How was, how is that possible? So I think all of that added together makes me emotionally drained, Mm -hmm. you know? So then the thought of, um, trying to really do like some self care is even more draining for me. Cause I'm like, I, I don't have the time or the energy to want to read my book or, you know, to want to go out and do something or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, so I've just kind of been trying to make little strides, especially since I've been listening to your podcast, um, to hopefully help. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. What do you, I I have a couple questions. Um, let me start with what portions of the podcast have been most helpful to you? What have you implemented that you feel like was helpful or that brought relief? Um, well, I've start. well, I attempted to start doing the meal planning mm-hmm. one and I haven't quite yet figured out how I'm going to do that yet. Um, but I, the one thing that I took away from that, that has been like game changer has been starting to cook dinner at like three thirty and four o'clock. It's like it's, no one's ever, no one thinks of it. And when I first started no. doing that a couple of years ago, I was like, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And I was like, whatever. I don't, because just the nature of when my day was ending, I was like, pull it back 20 minutes, pull it back 30 minutes, pull it back 15 minutes. And I wound yeah. up in the kitchen at three 30. I was like, you got to be kidding me. But the day, like the evening time, I was like, I don't care. Like, yeah, I don't care. I'm doing it because it's amazing. <laughs> it changes everything. Yeah. yeah. I, when I told my husband about that, he was like, you're gonna why why and I said I, I don't know I'm gonna try it we're gonna try it we're gonna see how it works because he only works like not even two miles from our house and right now we have one car so we leave at five to go pick him up so what was happening was we'd go pick him up we'd come back and then I was making dinner oh my gosh yeah that's and crazy. it was it was crazy it was terrible it was bad news yeah. and it, it was just so stressful and so what I've been doing now is like, I've timed it to where I'm done cooking, like plates are out, like five o'clock. We run, we pick them up. I keep everything warm and we come back and it's like, we're served and sitting down. Yeah. Like no one's screaming most of the time. <laughs> no one's melting down on the floor. Wow, you're has, trying to cook dinner. Yeah, like grabbing on my legs. It has been, that's been amazing. Um, so that's been a big deal. I also started doing a planner, um, and the brain dump, the brain dump has been really helpful. Although I'm starting to realize that when I do my brain dump, I'm like only doing half of a brain dump because then I'm coming through and I'm like, Oh, I forgot about this. And I forgot about this. And now it's Wednesday. And I'm like, how did I not remember that I had to do this? So I haven't quite figured out how that works for me yet. I think I think it might be my planner that I don't like. Okay. I think I need one that has the times laid out for me because I don't like looking at like um, my small block and it's kind of just like a list, you know, of the things that I'm going to do during that block. Um, because then I, what I'm finding myself doing is I'm either not doing it during that block and I'm moving it, I'm moving stuff around and then it's like things just aren't getting done. Um, or, um, 
it's like I'm doing it. I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to have nap time soon. So I need to like get this stuff done now. As opposed to, I think it might be easier if I had um, an actual time in there for me right. to see like, okay, at eight o'clock, we're going to go to the gym. And at, you know, 10 o'clock, we're going to come home and we're going to do X, Y, and Z. So I think that that might be a planner issue, I think. Okay. I have a very tangible, um, just maybe like a mind shift for that. And okay. So let me just talk about that right now. So what okay. I would suggest you do, and this is, ex this is what we do. I use my Google calendar in my phone, on uh -huh. my iPhone to tell me the times and where I need to be. And I use my planner to tell me what I'm supposed to do. So uh -huh. my Google calendar, it tells me when I need to be somewhere at a certain time. And then when I sit mm -hmm. down to do my brain dump and I think about what I am doing for the week, I look at where I'm supposed to be. And that reminds me and jogs my memory to know, oh, I have okay. to be somewhere. And that is how I stopped forgetting all of those little things that I needed to get done when you arrive yeah. at Wednesday and you're like, crap, I totally forgot that I had to do this thing mm -hmm. because it wasn't it was always in my calendar. just wasn't looking at it to help me do my brain dump. Yeah. So whenever you, and you, you can kind of play with this. I don't know how you are about electronic calendars and how you can do this with yours since you're not going to be working in like two weeks from now. You yeah. Can, you can actually do the time block of your day in your Google calendar. So you can just put like, if you have a, the time that you want to wake up in the morning until your kids mm -hmm. get up, you do that as your AM block, mm -hmm. your, your morning block. And then your AM block is when you're going to actually be with your kids. And if you're going right. to go to the gym, you put that in your Google calendar. And then what you plan yeah. for in your AM section, you put down everything in there that you want to be doing in that AM section, right? Okay you know where you need to be, but being intentional and being productive in that block of time is what your planner is for. So okay. for me, I tried to use a written planner with like the time frames, and mm -hmm. they will, they will work for you and you can make that work. It just was much easier for me. And I think that it really helps with your marriage too. If your husband can see in a Google calendar, even if he doesn't look at it all that often, if you can mm -hmm. keep in there, nap time, right? If you can keep dinner time, like the times where you need to be somewhere, he can see that because then he sees what you're doing at home, working all day, right? Like what do you right. do at home all day? Well, let me tell you <laughs> what I do at home all day. <laughs> I'm doing all this stuff. Come hang out with us for a day. <laughs> you just stay home. And then, you know, I think it, it also helps to drive home in your mind what time things need to start happening and what time things okay. need to be ending. So if you know that, like, just as an example, if you are, I'll use mine as an example in a day where I'm staying home. Cause that's easier for me mm -hmm. to talk about. If I get up at five o'clock and my mm -hmm. kids get up at seven, I know that my cutoff time is six 45. I have to be done at six 45. And so everything in that morning block of time for me, I, I put that down. I have a morning routine. I have a power hour of podcasting work that I get done and that, and that's what I do. When I'm, and I get dressed, I get ready now yeah. at six 45 to seven o'clock every single morning. I'm prepping their food for, for breakfast and their lunches. No. So when Brittany goes to school, her lunch is packed. And then I have Bailey's lunch that's already made for the day. So that, that yeah. way, 
I'm not making lunch again in the kitchen in the middle of the day. And sometimes I pack my own and sometimes I pack my husband's, but I give myself 15 minutes to do that. Then at seven o'clock, that's when my AM like stay at home mom time starts. And I do from, okay. seven, from seven o'clock in the morning until about 1115. And then that's when I do lunch. We do lunch from 1115 to noon. Right. And that gives me mm-hmm. all of these time blocks are always buffered with time to clean up. And so that is the other thing I'm going to talk about in a minute to help you with like the bomb that goes off in your house. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So if that gives you an understanding, so then with, when your AM block, like from seven to 11, it's like, what am I doing? Right. What are you doing? So to know what you want to put down in that time frame, that's when I look at my planner, my planner doing in that block of time. Okay. Okay. So in, in, in mine looks a little bit different because I'm running a podcast and I'm, I'm trying right. to build an online business, right? So I have that stuff that's built in too, but you're going to mm-hmm. have your own blocks of time that are meaningful to you. And so I would definitely suggest that you have your morning time that's just for you. And then you have mm-hmm. your AM time that's for you and your kids. Maybe on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, that AM time has a play date in it. Or maybe okay. just Wednesdays that has, an, that has a play date in it, right? And mm-hmm. do you, if you guys go to the gym or if you take the kids to the park, you have a, you're going to have an idea right down on a list, what you want to see ideally happening in your morning block. Do you want one-on-one time with no technology? Do you want like educational games, like whatever is meaningful to you and how you want to raise your kids. I always put that in my morning block of time. They, she gets my undivided attention for play in the morning. And then I'm like, okay, that's done. Yeah. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Done. I feel good about that. And we are moving on because for me, like that's, that's all I need. And I don't guilt myself about spending undivided attention with my kids all day long. I let them go and play. I let them do their own thing. I allow them to have cartoons, not all day long, but right. they, they get to watch cartoons and I'm strategic about it. When they watch cartoons, I know exactly what I'm doing when I put cartoons on. Like, yeah. I know what I'm doing, you know? And it's yeah. not like, for me, I like that better than taking my kids to daycare. I would rather be home and give them hugs and know what they're watching and sing in the background and get all of my cleaning done, right? Mm-hmm. Because I don't do any of my cleaning after my kids go to bed. I utilize yeah. the technology that they have. It's cartoons. It's like frozen or whatever movies you want yeah. to watch, right? And that's what I do. And some parents don't want to do that at all. And that's totally fine. You have mm-hmm. other avenues, but that's just what I do. And they get that right, and right. they get that in the afternoon. Sometimes they get it in the morning. Sometimes I sit with them and we cuddle and we watch TV. But I always build in something one-on-one. Um you have two at home, which it's just you interacting with both boys at the same time, right? Yeah. Or, you want them to have something that is um, like a, a a quiet activity, then you would have a list of quiet activities. If that's something that's meaningful to you, every day I want the boys to have an act, some like a quiet activity. Literally make a list of five to 10 quiet activities that you know that you can go to. And every day you're just gonna go to that list. And at the time that you wanna do quiet activities, you go to the quiet activity list and you get the, the thing out. So you're not even right. having to think about it. You already have a list of all those things. The only thing I can't help you do is determine what you want in your day, right? Because decide that. 
the point of it is to structure it so that in your Google Calendar, and you can set reminders to go off in your Google Calendar five minutes before this starts, send me a reminder. So on your phone, you get a reminder and you know that in five minutes, it's time to do this. Okay, boys, we have five minutes, it's time to clean up and then we're doing this. And then everything gets cleaned up and get put back and then you move into the next thing. Okay. So you can be very less specific with what you put in your Google Calendar and you can just do when you actually need to be somewhere or you can actually put in at seven o'clock, I do this and your AM routine and it goes all the way until 11. You can put that whole block in there too. Okay. But that way. Um, okay. So that's what I wanted to say about your planner and okay. whether or not you can get a different one. Okay. Yeah. Sense. I think that'll help. Cause I think what I'm not doing is I'm not, yeah, I'm definitely not looking at my Google calendar when I'm doing my brain nap. So that's, my first problem. My second problem is, and I've already linked like mine and my husband's calendars. Mm -hmm. So he can see everything that I'm doing, but for the most part, unless it's like a play date, like a play date's always on there, but I don't really have anything else on there. Right. So, and I think that's what I need to do then is put more stuff in there. Cause I am very much like a very structured mm -hmm. person. Like I like to know at what time things are happening. Yeah. So I think maybe line laying some of that out to where I can actually physically see it yeah. will probably help me then be able to do my actual activities, checklist things like within each block and actually get those done. Um, yeah, that'll help. I'm going to try that. So I want to ask you about this bomb that's in your house and what that looks like. It's usually, um, the, the living room, the kitchen, and dishes are usually not an issue. Like dishes are usually done for the most part, but we have um, uh, we have an island, mm -hmm. and that's where we eat. We don't have like room for a, a table. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it's um, it's a dump ground. Mm -hmm. So, and um, so like the one extra chair that we have, that space always has stuff, papers, receipts. Just random things. Yeah, random things. Um, the living room is usually, I think, hmm, hmm. <laughs> it's like there's a sock here and a shoe there and a book open on the floor and there's like a magnet underneath the couch from fridge. And mm -hmm. It's like just all these little things. And then our bedroom is the catch-all. Okay. That's like the laundry that hasn't been folded. Like right now, uh, my husband's leaving for a trip tomorrow, and um, we've just had stuff just piling just everywhere. <laughs> okay. Like our bathroom counter always had like um, part of my uh, one of my to do list things that I did last week was to actually sit down and finish the boys' baby books. Mm -hmm. Now that he's going to be four, <laughs> and I did do them. I did finish them. <laughs> But I just let them sit on the bathroom counter then for like a week before I put them away. And I still haven't put them away. They're sitting on the dresser in my closet. Oh, they just like I still haven't. Yeah, I've just moved them so I didn't have to look at them as frequently. Oh, oh, and it's like, I know it's an issue, but now I'm just trying to figure out, okay, where do I want things to live and how can I better organize things? So it is, it really is hard. And that's something that we have to work on really, really hard here because I will just say that I totally understand that. Our kitchen island is com a complete catch-all and it's just, I, 
I hear all of those things and we experience them here. And what will help you has helped me the most is figuring out exactly what it is that you want to have happen in your day and anything else that doesn't support that you have to get rid of it. So this comes with a question. How are you about cleaning up after you and the boys when you're done with something before you go into something else? Um, if it's like an actual structured activity, like if we're doing, um, like arts and crafts, we're great at that. Like I'm good at that. I want it all cleaned up and put away. Um, but, but like, will like you start laundry and not finish it? Oh, for sure. Or like when you get ready in the morning, your makeup's still out before you go no. out? No. Or like your- No, makeup, there. yeah, like makeup will get put away. Like my stuff typically will get put away. But it's okay. the boys' stuff that doesn't get put away. Okay. So I'm usually pretty good about like my clothes make it to the hamper, my shoes make it to the closet. Like my stuff gets put away mainly probably because I don't want them to touch it. <laughs> I don't oh want them touching my glass bottles of makeup. <laughs> okay. So that is going to be where, if it, when it comes to the random things laying around in your house, you're going to have to build in time, every single activity, every single transition before you go into something new, when you're ending something, it has to end with cleaning up that entire environment. So okay. before you go into lunchtime, wherever the boys have been playing, it's not just here, put your toys back. It's the, the magnet from under the couch needs to be put back. The sock needs to be put back. So you can do this gradually or every day. <clears throat> like if you just left your house right now as it is completely, it seems overwhelming tomorrow before you go into, for example, lunchtime, everything needs to be put away because right. it's not been in practice. So what you can do is you can literally set a timer for five minutes before you go into lunch or putting random things away. And maybe every day that's all you do. Or when your husband gets back in town, you guys can do just like a full sweep and get everything in a home. Like everything has a home and if it doesn't, it goes. Okay. And then my daughter just totally made this random squeal. <laughs> uh oh, no, I'm looking at her. I think she's fine. Um, so you can do it that way where everything has a home and then every single day you're kind of starting from a clean slate, right? Right. Point is that you have to build in time at the end of your activity to put things back the way that you found them, or it just keeps building up and building up and building up. And yeah. Building up. <clears throat> and even, even if my big times are right before lunch and right before dinner, because mm -hmm. we like everything gets cleaned up and that has just helped to not have so much random stuff laying around as I put time in my day and it's really, you would be surprised what you could get done in 10 minutes. Like, yeah, it's freaking amazing how much you can get put away in a 10 minute block before lunch and a 10 minute block before bed. It's in, I mean, before dinner, it's crazy. So I would start with that, with the random stuff um, and just be really cognizant of how you're flowing through your day and the times that you need to be doing something the next thing when does the next thing start does lunch start at noon does lunch start at 11 and in your brain tell yourself that you have to be wrapped up and cleaned up before you start lunch 
right? And those okay. dreams are going to help you so much to trigger your brain. Because <clears throat> oftentimes without those, those time triggers, we'll show up 30 minutes late and our kids are starving because no yeah. one's around to tell us what time we need to do things, but it's like, oh crap. And then goes nap time's even harder. And then right. moon's even harder. So it's just this horrible domino effect. And mm -hmm. so start with putting time frames in your day on when you start and when you stop the segments of your day, and then make sure that at the end of them, you build in time to do just like a, a pickup or a tidy sweep. And since okay. you're for some moms, I obviously am going to tell them, like, if you're not cleaning up the activity before it's done, you're going to have to do that. It sounds like you're already doing that, but that obviously is really important so that in those 10 minutes before lunch and before dinner, you don't have every toy that they've played with the entire day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the other thing that I wanted to ask you about is what your emotional drain looks like. Like what you said that you're just like too emotionally, emotionally. <laughs> like what, like what are you feeling like at the end of the day other than just tired? Um, tired, but just, um, I, I get frustrated. Like I just, um, you, you talked about it. Was it last week's podcast? I think when you like stayed up late and the next day you're like, I was such a bear. <laughs> That's what I get like. <laughs> I'm just, you know, and then I'm raising my voice because, you know, a shoe wasn't put away or something. Like I just kind of, yeah, I like snap. Um, and I don't like that. And I'd like to not get there that often. <laughs> I like to do that less often. Yeah. Yeah. Like to not be freaking out all the time. Um, but yeah, the, that is like a, a big trigger for me is I think the little, the little things kind of add up and add up and add up and add up. And then all of a sudden like one sock is out of place again. And I'm like, I put this sock away 12 times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is frustrating you though? Um, is frustrating me. Like, where's that frustration coming from? What's not working in your mind? I think what's, what's not working is, is the flow. Like, I feel like we just are constantly doing something different, which I don't want to do the same thing every single day, but at the same time I do, you know, I, I want to have like a routine and some predictability and I think what's been so hard is now that I am like 100% full-time staying home with them, I want to make sure that they are doing things that are engaging. And, um, you know, I don't want to be like drilling the ABCs and colors into their brains every single day, you know, but um, they just, they need a lot of stimulation. And so I want to be able to provide that and not feel like, when we go do an activity, it's like, well, nap time is thrown off and lunchtime is thrown off. And, you know, and then it's like the rest of the day is just a mess trying to get the, all the other things done. So I think since I've been home 100%, it's been hard for me to be able to get a better grasp on what our routine needs to look like so that everyone's a happy camper. 
Yeah. I think that's where I'm like, I'm trying to find this, um, this balance of, of life, I guess. And I just haven't quite found it. Yeah. And do you think that that is what frustrates you the most is just not being able to find it? And I think so. Okay. I think. I mean, do you you feel like you know where to find it or do you think frustration comes from a bit of like hopelessness? Like, you know, it just, yeah. Like what the heck? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that's for sure part of it. Cause I'm like, I, I don't know what else. I don't know what else to do. Like I'm cleaning everything and I feel like I'm doing these things, but it's not looking the way that I want it to look. Yeah. You know? And I do think that part of that is being able to, um, you know, instill some of those habits into Gabe, especially since, you know, he's going to be four. So there are things that he's perfectly capable of doing and helping with, which would be great, but I haven't really taken the time because it's easier if I do it myself. Yep. Which isn't doing me any favors and not doing him any favors either. Yeah. Well, this is what, this is what I would say. This is going to come in increments. So you're going to have to be patient because it really is going to, it's going to have to take time. A, you just moved and moving is gnarly. It's just hard. It's hard to get your house together. It's hard to get your life together. It's not like you just like moved to like a different street in Gilbert. Like you legit to where you know no one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that's just hard. Like it's hard altogether and you are missing your family and it's rough. So this is going to, this is totally going to take time and it's hard mm-hmm. enough to be isolated as a mom as it is. And then when you don't even know like where the closest 24 hour CVS is because your kid needs Tylenol, like it just sucks. It sucks really right. bad. Be patient with yourself. It's going to come in steps. Okay. So I want you to not be so frustrated when the whole day hasn't gone well. First of all, I want you to think about what did go well in your day. Start with that. For me, I believe that flexible structure is the only way to do this. You have to have a concrete structure that you can fall back on every single time. It is your safety net, right? And your kids need to know it like the back of their hand. So much so that if one day you do go on a play date and it is through nap time, that the next day they know how to fall right back into what you've done every other day. It also is my sincere opinion that bedtimes and nap times should be hard and fast rules. And for very few circumstances, like very few, should that be negotiated because that's where, that is how you make everyone in your house a happy camper is when they all Mm -hmm. get enough sleep. Kids need a lot of sleep. And so we just, like my friends just know we have this AM block and we have this afternoon block and guess what? I start cooking dinner at three 30. So we really don't get to hang out in the afternoon, like ever. (laughs) Some people don't like that and they, they want to do whatever they want. And, and those just are not going to be the people that will learn from me because to me, that is not how you build in time to take care of you. And it's not how you build in time to eventually contribute or grow your passions because there's just mm. won't be time for it. If all you want right. to do is give into your kids and the freedom of being a stay at home mom and you just come and go and come and go and you deal with the tantrums and you love that, then that's fine. But it, if you want the, the dependability of structure and in moods and attitudes of your kids, you're going to have to figure out what the hard and fast rules are with every single thing that you're doing throughout the day. That means what time breakfast is on the table, what time lunch is on the table and what time dinner is on the table. 
You also, you okay. need to know what you're eating for every single one of those meals. This meal planning thing that I told you that, that podcast episode, you should mm -hmm. absolutely do that. If you don't have the full system set in place, that's fine, but you need to have a menu for your week set up on the weekends, your husband's okay. Monday through Friday. Yeah. For the most part. Okay. So then yeah. have that done before Monday morning. Absolutely know what time kids are going down for a nap. Know okay. what time they're getting their snacks, know what snacks you're having on hand for them. Okay. I would like for you to know how many days a week you're doing an outside of the house activity with them. You're doing a play date with them. Anything that's outside of the house, you need to know how many days a week you want that to be. Is it every okay. time you guys leave the house? Is it, what does that look like for you? Okay. And then I always looked forward to like an every other day kind of thing. One day we went out okay. and the next day we did a structured activity in the morning. And then the other half of the morning was their independent play and they could watch cartoons and then we would have lunch together and then it would be nap time. And that's what yeah. my mornings would look like. Right. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> the very fundamental parts of your day is all I want you to focus on for like the next two to four weeks. And okay. it might, it might seem very boring. And you had said, you know, I don't want to do the same thing every day and you won't have to, but for a while until it's ingrained in your brain and your kids understand the expectations, you're going to need to. Okay. That doesn't mean that you're doing the exact same activity. It just means that you have, right. you have a blanket understanding of this time right now in my morning, an hour morning is for and then you put down the activity that you're doing. And every day okay. you have an activity in that block of time. The activity okay. fit that block. Like sometimes when we want to go to the zoo and my husband's coming off shift, we can't go because it pushes us way back into nap time. And she misses nap every single time, which yeah. she's getting a little bit older now and it's only her. And we can do that if we want to, but for a long time, we just didn't. It only yeah. works these days with these parameters and we found things that fit within those parameters so start with that and once you okay. get into that routine you'll find that you're able to pick up a little bit more often and then when you're what time are your kids what time are your kids in bed at night that's my problem so <laughs> that's problem number 17 <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. My youngest is in bed asleep seven o'clock. Like he is in his crib between six 30 and seven, depending on how late his nap was. That yep. is like, that never changes. But my oldest. So if he naps yeah, and like, you know, today and yesterday he didn't nap and he was in his, he was in bed at seven and we left him in his room with a little light on and some books from your podcast. <laughs> and <laughs> he stayed up and he read. I was surprised he didn't fall asleep quicker tonight, though, because we were out this morning and he had, like, purple bags underneath his eyes. That kid is tired. And, but he probably didn't fall asleep until about 8 o'clock. Um, so it took him about an hour to fall asleep. But he usually, like, is asleep by 7.30 if he doesn't nap, which is ideal um, but so is a two hour nap in the middle of the day. So, <laughs> you know, How old so is he? that. he's going to be four in June. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, mine's, I'm like, I'm looking at my monitor right now. She's still rolling around in there because she took a three-hour yeah. nap today. I mean, that's a great place to be in. I don't think it's necessarily problem number 17. I think it just means <laughs> that you need to figure out what you want, you know? Yeah. You have a really awesome foundation of him even being willing to be in his bed and read books. So yeah. if he's willing to go to bed at seven and then read books until eight o'clock, that's totally cool. Like, is yeah. there something about that that bothers you? I just feel bad that I'm like, he's been in there like an hour, hour and a half, and that poor kid's still not asleep. Is he happy though? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what would he be doing yeah. if he wasn't in there, running around the house? Yeah, or he'd be watching a movie. Yeah. Because so that's what? like his, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's any, I mean, and that's what I do with my kids. I put them to bed. And they read yeah. books and they fall asleep. And my oldest one, I used to have to lay with her until she fell asleep. She was six years old. I'm like, we are shutting this down. Yeah. Because I was staying in bed with her until 8.30 every night for an hour yeah. at least. And <clears throat> the thing of it is, is my parents didn't do that with me. And mm -hmm. I'm having to teach myself what it looks like to wind down at the end of the day. Yeah. I don't want my children to be on technology until they go to bed. And, and what was I doing for most of my life? I was watching Netflix until I went to bed. And so of course, yeah. what do. and it's just not what I want for them. And it's also not, not a way that you're going to be able to have time for you and for your marriage at the end of the day. And when we talk about the end of your day, stick with it for a while of putting him to bed and letting him read and have books you're going to be instilling in him when you a discipline to take care of himself at the end of the day, to look inward at the end of the day, to do something that isn't technology. He's going to see that as a time where he's going to seek out a wife that does the same thing. If you're giving yourself time at the end of the day, he's going to see a marriage that looks like that. Like these mm -hmm. are, these are fundamental things that you're going to want your children to grow up and have in their lives. And so it's right. okay to start teaching them that now that at the end of the day, this is the way we end our day. We end our day with books. And I don't know like what parent wouldn't want that for their kid. Right. So yeah, I think it's, a, and that's just me, but I think that it teaches them a lot of good things. And so many parents are like, but no, it's just me putting off my kids and I need to stay with them. And I grappled with that forever. But now that we've been doing it for so long, and, and my oldest, I have shared parenting time with her. I don't see her every night. And I guilted the crap out of myself for that for years. Well, I don't see yeah. her every night. And I would tell my husband that I don't see her every night. I need to. And he was like, all right, well, I'll yeah, be, I'll just be hanging out over here. Yeah. <laughs> and then I thought to myself, well, what do I want her to see her mother do? What do I want her to do with her children at the end of the day? What do I want her life to look like whenever she's raising kids and whenever she's in college and like all of these different things And she doesn't have to do that. And your boys don't have to do that. And maybe they won't, but at least, you know, that you gave them those tools and you showed right. them like, okay, let's yeah. see if we can run through just a quick example. So you can kind of digest some of this of what okay. people day would Obviously, it doesn't need to be perfect, but what time, yeah. like, what time do your kids wake up? Start with that. Um, they wake up anytime between, like, 6.30 and 7. So if he gets up ready to friggin' rock the world at 6.30, then at 6.15, you need to be ready for your day. Like, okay, just give yourself 15 minutes before he's awake for you to be okay. done with the day. Okay. Right. Um, lunchtime, what time do you do lunch? 
Okay, what time do what time do they need to be down for a nap? Twelve thirty. Okay. That's like the that's the magic time. One o'clock, it's like we're pushing it. Twelve yeah. o'clock is too early. <laughs> okay. So then you need to be done with lunch. How long does it do you need fifteen minutes to get them to eat done? to get them to eat and stuff? No, say they're done oh. eating. How much time oh. do you to put them down? Yeah, probably like fifteen minutes to clean up. Okay. So then if you want an hour for lunch, then you start at eleven fifteen. Okay. And that would probably be best for them anyways, because sometimes it's like Eleven fifteen, and I haven't even started cooking anything, and they're like, Mah! "I know." And eleven o'clock is my sweet time for lunch to start it. And I'm like, okay. when I first pulled that back, I was like, "This is so weird," but it it works. And now I know when I look at the clock, and I'm in the ten o'clock hour. I'm like, "Okay, we need we're gonna start wrapping up soon." <clears throat> Especially if it's ten thirty, I'm like, "All right, well, the morning's done." Like yeah. now we're moving into lunch and then we're moving into nap time and it cues my brain every single day to, to know. So you have that done. Then breakfast, are your kids ready to eat as soon as they get up? Yeah. Okay. So do you ever have breakfast ready for them when they wake up in the morning? Um, sometimes, not all the time. Um, I'm not consistent, but. Hmm? Is easier for you when it's done yeah okay okay yeah so <laughs> and I get up early enough to do it like I've started I've set my alarm my phone charges in its bathroom now yes. and I'm up yeah I'm I'm up like at five o'clock okay cool. so I'm up I just the problem is is that I've been using some of that depending on the day of the week um, that like early morning time, I've been using it to get some, to get work done. Yeah. Which. That's fine. Is not. I, I mean, I do, I do an hour of work on my podcast every morning. I have to be very, very cognizant of not getting wrapped up in it because yeah. I'm like, oh, one more thing. Oh, I could just do one more thing. Oh, I can just do one more thing. And then I hate myself. I'm like, gosh, dang it. I'm not yeah. dressed or I didn't get breakfast done, the kids, and it just like, it makes me so irritated. So that's where the discipline in you is going to have to come from. When your kids and okay. your husband being disciplined, they're going to follow suit big time. It's just going to be normal for them. It will help. But so if your kids are getting up, say they're up at 6.30, then be in the kitchen at 6.15. You okay. can put breakfast together in 15 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would also mm-hmm. give yourself be done working by six o'clock. So from six to six fifteen, you can do something with yourself, do your hair or do your mascara or whatever you need to do for you. Mm-hmm. Get ready for your day, whatever that looks yeah. like. You know, I've said it so many times, like don't stay in your pajamas all day. Even if you put workout clothes on, just like change your clothes. No, I, I, I definitely need that. Cause there's um, a big difference in my day from if I actually have get up a little bit of makeup on brush my teeth and wash my face and all that before yeah. the kids actually get up so if I'm doing it after breakfast and while I'm trying to get out the door it's like it's forget it it doesn't happen <laughs> I'm taking you to work in slippers and no bronze so I'm gonna put a sweatshirt on now great <laughs> awesome come on let's go sweatshirt that is so funny <laughs> oh look at my coffee's cold <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's, that's awesome. Start. That's perfect. <laughs> Fantastic.
Well, wasn't that all kinds of fun? Who knew that a motherhood productivity session could cause so much genuine laughter? I cannot stop talking about how impactful this hour is with you moms. If you are in a position where you know that you are ready to step into the motherhood that you were designed to be and you want to sit down and get my eyes and my heartbeat on what you're doing every day, please go over to my website, chelseajoe.co and click on motherhood productivity session because the most important thing that you do right now, if you're listening to this episode and you've made it this far to the very end and you feel like this could be the turning point for you is that you reach out. I would love nothing more than to be a partner to you in your journey through motherhood.